Welcome back to On Second Thought. It, it is the new year. We're in January. So today we're going to talk about... Money. Money, 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 money. I'm just going to sit here because this is your topic. Money. This is totally your what topic. What are you talking about? Jim's hot. <laughs> I'm going to take him home. <laughs> Welcome back to On Second Thought. Thanks so much for being with us today. Season two of On Second Thought. We actually made it through one season and we are going step by step through the next. I think this episode will be our rebuilding since you killed everybody on what our last What are you talking episode? about? <laughs> Just because we talk about something hard that people need to hear. We're going to do... Hey, we will not pull any punches on this podcast. We're going to lay it all on the line. I need to sound like some crazy news reporter. Yep. Uh-huh. How are you doing on that bench press? Oh, so <laughs> let's see. The goal is 350? I can't remember. Okay, the goal is 350. What's half of 350? 175? Again, I, I am don't do more math. than halfway there. Yes. And it is even still January. Good job, good job. Boom, boom. How there about that? Yep. Yeah. That's so. It. I mean, it's January. I figure I've got uh, more than halfway there in January, so I've got probably, if I pick it back up in September, I'll be done by the end of the year. Easy. <laughs> Easy. How about you? What about your New Year's resolutions? I told you I don't do those. Oh. Goals. Oh, what about your goals? I don't really have any. <laughs> <laughs> you set the expectations low, and anything what? above that, you were that excelling. That is not true. <laughs> that is not true. Oh, uh, my gosh. Oh. Aim low so you'll meet your goal <laughs> yes, every yes, time. Yes, yes, I don't know why people aim so high. <laughs> you could go low and we could just jump right Shoot over. Shoot for them. the stars. You might land on the moon. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. Yep. Shoot for your knees and you just totally <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. All right. Please Welcome get this started. Back. We, we are started already. We are in our uh, one, two, three. Third episode of season two. Mm-hmm. And last week you told me I ran everybody off because we were talking about tithing and talking about money. But I think it's important, especially in January. Um, and so today we're going to talk about. So we said three things you can do with money. Save, spend, give. Um, maybe not in that order. Give first. Save, spend. Um, experts are going to tell you there's percentages you need to put to all of that. I, I do believe the Bible talks about your giving starting at uh, 10% of your gross um, and then experts are going to talk about how much you should save and that sort of thing. I think today, maybe we we might could prop we might could do save and spend together because I feel like they they go together so well, especially when you're talking about budgeting. Correct. And so I think that's probably in the context of the conversation about money and budgeting. Maybe save and spend go together today. So when young couples come to you for counseling, Ooh, yes. you have the Money talk, and we talk. You talk about budgeting. Uh huh. What do you? What? How do you start that? One of the first things I want to know is: Are you a spender or a saver? Because naturally, we are inclined one way or the other. And um, so, if I've got like I've had some people in there. Have you ever had people in there that have never talked about money? Uh, yes, oh. I've had some people in there that say we just, you know, just and, been winging it. And, and you mentioned last time that a lot of families don't talk about it. So right. a lot of times they don't talk about it. Uh, but then I've had some that um, one in particular, I can remember the Excel spreadsheet was phenomenal. Like, I mean, it was it was like this formula does this and then it goes to a different page. I mean, like crazy. And so there are different levels of saving and spending, giving, you know, if you're a spender or a saver, if if you're detail oriented 
different people are going to approach this differently, right? And so some people like to fly out of the seat of their pants. Yes. Some people want to have every step and detail planned out. And um, you, you kind of have to find a happy medium because if you're the type of person who wants to fly by the seat of your pants and you've got a person who wants to have every little detail planned out, it's going to cause conflict in a relationship if you're not careful. Right. And and, uh, and so you have to figure out when couples come and, and they want to talk about that. I, I'll work through budget with couples sometimes. They'll say, yeah, we want you to work through a budget mm-hmm. before we get married. And I'll work through a budget with them. What are you making? Here's what you give. I recommend saving at least 10%, if not 15, you know, get putting into a Roth IRA or 401k or 403b or those sorts of things. I'm a little bit of a finance nerd. You are. Sometimes. But I think some of this goes back to what are your goals? Right. Like, are you trying to save a certain amount of money to buy a house, to have a baby, to quit your job and stay home or to pay for college, to pay for college? We have a kid in college now. Yes, we do. (laughs) But, you know, there are different stages of life that come with. We also have car insurance. Oh my gosh! That come <laughs> that come with different financial expectations and goals. And for some people, they look at it and say, "My kid is responsible for all of those things." Mm-hmm. And some people decide that they're going to save for those different expenses as they come. So I think you have to be on the same page with that too. Like, yes. what are our goals? Let's have a conversation. What do we want this to look like a year from now? Six years from now. When do you want to retire? Do you want to retire? What do you want that to look like? Because if you're not planning now, you're a little behind. You fail to plan, you plan to fail. Correct. Amen. That's not in the Bible, but it's true. Um, I I think I picked on Dave Ramsey a little bit last time. I really do love what Dave Ramsey does. I'm not necessarily right on the same page with Dave about every single single thing. But I think for the most part, he's, he's dead on. And the biggest thing he says is, man, spend less than you make. Yeah. Save, give. Like, those are things that are really, really important. What's his um, famous saying? Live now like nobody. Live like nobody else so you can, can live, live like, like nobody. nobody else. Yeah. In other words, like, it is so anti our American consumeristic culture to be a saver and to not be in massive debt. Mm-hmm. I mean, debt's a prison. I mean, if you're in. That is in the Bible. It is. It's consumer debt. I mean, especially so. So there's a difference that debt on a house is different than credit card debt. Debt on a car is different than than debt on a house. These things are there are levels of debt. I think there's legitimate debt and illegitimate debt. So my house, you and I have a mortgage on the house, right? We are in debt on our home, but the expectation is the value of the home will increase. It will appreciate over time. The uh, interest rate on that debt is significantly lower. Credit card debts, sometimes 20, 30, 40% of your bill. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't make any sense. But couples are just living on that revolving debt. And after a while, it'll crush you if you're not careful. So you've got to get on the same page. I tell couples, I don't care who takes care of the finances. It can be the guy. It can be the girl. Just because the husband is the, quote, head of the house doesn't mean he needs to be the one managing every dollar if he's not gifted in that area, right? Correct. I've told you before, like, so the kids used to be like, wait a second, why does mommy make all the decisions if daddy's in charge? Well, 
dad's in charge of big picture and mom's in charge of day to day, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes being the leader is knowing who's supposed to do this, who's supposed to do that. So I tell couples, whoever's going to be best at it, manage the money, create a budget, stick to that budget, know where you're going to be. And there are multiple ways, so many tools out there. Dave Ramsey has every dollar, um, mint.com. I still use Quicken um, to keep up with it. And there's a budget feature in Quicken. Use Excel, use a pen and paper, whatever. I don't care. Yes. Give your, give your life categories, yeah. give your money categories, and you can have like a fun money, mm-hmm. but give it a category. Yeah. Give it a, an amount, a percentage of whatever you have. And we talk about marriage meetings, right? Mm-hmm. Every year, a couple probably needs to sit down and say, okay, here's what we did last year. Here's what we're looking at this year. Let's work on a budget. A budget can be like a diet for some people. Ooh, Stressful. It, it has to, yeah. And but just... It, has to Burn be that like, thing halfway this through has the to year. be a penalty-free zone. Like you can't be because it, it'll get it can get tough because money can be a really sensitive subject. So you got to kind of go in there saying we're going to give a lot of grace. I'm we not going to have goals. I'm not going to look at you and say what was this or you know what was that. Like okay, we're in this thing together. Maybe we messed up a little bit last year. Here's where we want to go this year. And instead of spending X on entertainment, we're going to do X minus. 50. You know, you know what I'm saying? Well, and you have We're to plan for surprises. Oh, yeah. Medical yeah. Oh, surprises my goodness. when you have to pay for a shoulder surgery or a uh-huh. hand surgery. Or a root canal. <laughs> or a crown. There's all sorts of things that get really expensive. But um, if you're planning for those, it doesn't hurt us. Because well, what's so Dave Ramsey say? Dave Ramsey your says emergency you, fund. you need to have an emergency fund. So initially get $1,000 and then. That um, you can't touch. Right. And then three to six months of expenses is mm-hmm. what you, it's one of the, there are a bunch of baby steps, but that's one. And then your debt snowball and those sorts yeah. of things as well. But I, I think that, yeah, you got to, like, if you're, the majority of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck or worse, credit card to credit card. Right. And and they're not spending less than they may. And most of the time, it is not an income problem. Most of the time, it's a spending problem. It is. And so couples have to get on the same page with this. You have to sit down and say, how are we going to save? How are we going to spend? And have a plan for your money. I mean, just like you'd sit out and plan anything else, right? Have a plan for your money. Know where you want it to go. Because... It is. It's like a diet for a lot of people. People, it's not fun. I, I want dessert. I like dessert. I, am, I like new shoes. I, exactly. You do like <laughs> shoes. You like dessert. You like shoes like I like dessert, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good. You like shoes like I like dessert. That's a good analogy. I don't know. A cookie is not quite as much as a pair of hey, simmer down your shoes that she likes. <laughs> But I wait. It's girl math. Remember, I wait oh, yeah, to the buy girl, them a long time. Girl math time. is strong and with you. It That's right. It's not <laughs> about how much before. the shoes cost. It's how long I've waited not, to it's, buy them. It's about how long you've wanted the shoes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't buy them when I first wanted <laughs> I, I waited. <laughs> I waited. So now yes. it's not like these are a great deal. It's I've wanted these for so long. Well, I could say they were half price. Half price of? Whatever. Double. I mean, is that what you're saying? I just say they're half price. I waited till they're half, half price. price. You get two for the price of one because you get two shoes. Well, we budgeted for some <laughs> shoes today. <laughs> yeah, so you you have to have a plan, and then you have to stick to that plan. That's the, I mean, yeah, 
having I a think plan sticking to having a plan together half the battle yes and then sticking, sticking to that to plan, plan you got to do it together mm-hmm. and i can remember and it may like you said it may be uncomfortable like you may have a month of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches mm-hmm. and it you know when we were had young kids and i can remember years ago putting cash in an envelope this is groceries yes for the year for the month. Oh my gosh. For the year. Uh, this is that, groceries. Would, that would really yeah. not go very far. This is right groceries now. for the month. Yes. And that's it. This is groceries and dining, I think it was, yes. right? Like this is so but it we, was great. I we mean, get the money worked. out at the beginning of the month and, and there's no way we could do it now with our children as big as they are. Correct. Um but <laughs> not on the same not amount. That, not that same amount. Um but I mean, we've got five kids. So it's I mean it's gonna be more expensive to feed a family of seven than it is a couple with no kids or a family of three or four. Um, and you have to know that and you have to budget that and you got to figure that out. Yes. You have to figure it all out. Um, so it's being intentional. I think one of the things I tell couples, if you will just take the time to work on your marriage, you're going to be ahead of 99% of other people because a l- most couples will not stop and say, Hey, let's figure this out. So money becomes a problem. Money becomes a tension. We're just not going to talk about it. You get your credit card. I get my credit card. You get what you want. I get what I want. And then you're spending yourself into an oblivion and it's not healthy. And people will avoid those conversations because they just think it's always going to lead to an argument. Well, spending and saving have to be a part of the conversations you have. And you got to work on it t- together as, as a couple. Um, because if you don't, you're going to end up divided. You're going to end up on either side of an issue and you're going to start fighting, not just over money, but with money. And it just gets, it's a spiral that gets out of control. And I mean, it's okay to go talk to somebody to get like counseling on money, especially if you don't know how to manage your money. Yeah. Go ask somebody. And there are plenty of people that understand money and that would be willing to sit down. And create a budget or an Excel spreadsheet for you. That's all free. Or the other apps that y'all mentioned. Yeah, the other apps. That I don't know. Every dollar. and um, Yeah, I, I, there's a free version of every dollar. And I think you could upgrade if you want to do a paid version. You can, but there's a free version. I do uh, think that you finally gave up on me on one thing. <laughs> shoes? Nope, not shoes. <laughs> keeping up with receipts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when we first got married, he's like, I need for you to keep up with those receipts. I was like, oh, not happening. <laughs> I, just, I love you, but I can't do that. <laughs> I just decided after a while that I wanted to have a really good relationship with you. And so I was just going to let the receipt thing go. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we would have bags of receipts. And he's like, I mean, I try to keep receipts for like clothes and stuff, but. I'm so what I wanted really to do, bad. this is my nerdiness. Yeah, see, this is just <clears throat> what I wanted to do <laughs> was take the bill <laughs> and have every receipt and see every receipt correlated to every charge on the bill, staple it together, and then file it. And like we were a month into marriage, and I was like, "This is not going to work. This is not <laughs> He's happening." Like, Where's that receipt? I was like, oh, "I don't know." That away. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Chunked it. Now most places won't even give you a receipt. True statement. I'm so thankful for that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but the good thing is they sm- they'll send it to you in email. They w- I let it go though. I let that go oh, a long time That's ago. That's why I laughed. Oh yeah. Like we were like, not that didn't last. Very and long. so to the person out there who's a little bit more OCD about that sort of thing, you do have to figure <laughs> out the things that are a hill to die on and the things that are not the hill 
to die on, right? We still have receipts in our attic. <laughs> I mean, we did keep the our IRS receipts. The IRS makes her. you keep stuff for a certain... She picks on Not me because I have boxes and boxes of things. And mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to have receipts. If you claim certain things, you have to have receipts for them, but only for seven years. But we go back a long way. A long way. <laughs> IRS yes. is like seven. I think a business is longer, but um, I just have, I don't know. I mean, I my do father think, passed this down to me. No, absolutely. And stuff. I'm very thankful for it. We just, I just laugh about the receipts because I still, <laughs> they're flying around places. I don't know where they are. But for the people that do not understand how money works, it's very important to figure it out. And or you're going to reach the end of your. What you consider retirement, mm. like where you want to, where do you want to be? Yeah, don't count on Social Security. Yeah, don't count on, you know, the government or whatever. You need to be making a plan. And unless you want to work until you die. It really is sad to me that so many parents never have conversations about money with their kids. Or it was always a fight or it was always you're in trouble because or why did you do this? Like Mm -hmm. it was never here's how it was always reactionary. You know, we're going to not we're going to get you're in trouble because not proactive. Like we're going to teach you. Um, And that that's really like. Well, and I think as we have kids entering college in that stage of their life, like they're going to have to learn to budget the money that they're either receiving from scholarships, earning, earning, you know, how we help them versus what they receive from, you know, other, how to budget that money to make it last. Right. So, because. Yeah, we just thought that diapers and formula. (laughs) That stuff is. And kids' toys were expensive. It is. Mm -hmm. But. It's just a different. Car insurance and college. But thankfully, you were able to save. Yes. And we were able to think to the future. Yes. When they were younger. So that's why we are. You have to be able to do that. And I, I that, that that is kind of a tough thing to navigate because some people feel like, man, I'm paycheck to paycheck. How am I going to save for retirement? How am I going to save for college? How am I going to do these sorts of things? And you got to put yourself on a budget early on and figure that out. Like, how are you going to, to be prepared for what's coming? Um, because if you don't prepare, it's going to hit you like a ton of bricks. And, and it, it, I mean, that baby's born and that baby's gone. Like it happens. Fast. You sound like a mama who just had a baby go to college. I did. Mm-hmm. I did. I'm all right with that though. Big baby. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I'm so glad Bolton Hall can feed him. <laughs> Bolton Hall. <laughs> the meal plan. The all meal you can plan. eat meal plan. Yeah. I'm like, at the University plan of Georgia. It's probably cheaper than <laughs> the Christmas budget. Oh me. All right. Do we have some rapid fire questions? Rapid fire? You think we're done for the day? That was good. You just went so fast. Did we finish? Oh, okay. How long was that podcast? I honestly have no idea. Mm. You're just getting. You're just getting it. Eighteen minutes. You're just so smart. You're telling me everything so much faster now. Well, if you if you would let us do a video, then we could have shown them a budget. I, but since you're so against I, the video, I thought that was banned. I think that we should. Wait a second now. <laughs> I think we Wait could have just shown second. them how to do a budget and shown I, them Excel. I, I, but I, since you're like, we can't do a video, we can't I think do that. listeners of this podcast <laughs> would be well served. These are all of our to, new listeners because you kicked everybody out last go week. go back and listen to <laughs> previous conversations where you're banning me. From talking about a video <laughs> podcast. So that's all I'll have to say about that. Well. How about some rapid fire questions? Okay. 
As a little kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Ooh, I thought I wanted to be a farmer. I saw like my granddaddy farming. My dad did a lot of agribusiness. So, as a little kid, I probably was a teacher. I can remember lining all my dolls up and telling them something, teaching them something. I can remember that. But as like an older college age person, I was going to travel the world and do international business. But then I took calculus and decided I need a new major. <laughs> well, obviously, then, I don't do math. So yeah. here we are. When I was a teenager, it was I, mean, I was a preacher yeah. boy, pretty young. What was your first job? I worked at JCPenney at the Centerville Mall. Ooh. In the men's department. Really? Mm-hmm. I did. Did you sell ties and nice suits? shocked. I know this, but the world is shocked to hear this. <gasps> wow. <laughs> I mean, that's great. I worked at I worked at my dad's fertilizer and grain plant, so large grain bins and um I I worked outside a lot. It was it was a lot of work. Um, huge grain bins, grain elevator, just a lot of grunt work um, at Houston Fertilizer and Grain. Later, it became AgroStar. Literally, this if you've ever watched Micro, Dirty Jobs, which I love that show. Micro is a pretty cool dude. Um, literally, the job that I did for a long time, I probably started when I was really young, but the job that I did for a long time was on Dirty Jobs. So it's just part of what you do. Cleaning he did out, not go on Dirty Jobs. But. I should have. Cleaning out the pit. I know. Nobody and, understands. And nothing that smells like rotting wheat, corn, soybeans. and Only a few people in our listening queue would know this. Well, she asked. She did. Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite Bible story? Jesus. Wow. Jesus. Can I? Austin, <laughs> you've got to insert that. Yeah. But it, Jesus is my favorite Bible story. <laughs> yes, that's the answer, right? Jesus. <laughs> I, so, I love the story of Joseph. God was with Joseph. Mm-hmm. From, Old Testament or New Testament, Joseph? Well, old. I like them both, but I was talking about <laughs> Old Testament in that moment because God's with him in, you know, in the pit. Here's a sermon for you. God's with him in the pit. Mm-hmm. God's with him when he's with Potiphar. God's with him in the prison. God's with him in the palace. God's with him everywhere. And God blessed his faithfulness. What about you? You like the Bible? I'm a solid Old Testament kind of girl. Uh-huh. Um, and don't know if I have a favorite, though. I mean, I love Moses' life, his whole life. But I guess if there's like a story that's kind of been going through my head for the past year, I love the story where he goes to the man. Jesus goes to the man that hadn't been able to walk and trying to get into the water all the time. And he's like, do you want to be healed? Like, I kind of just really like that mm. story because so many people have like it, addictions or issues and Jesus can help them. But the question is, you want to, do you want to be healed? That's good. And so it's not original to me. I heard it from a friend. Well, it's in the Bible. It is. But oh, yeah, okay. I'm just saying. But I mean, it's just really like, as I look around, I didn't write the part. <laughs> I didn't write Jesus' words. But it's, that's, the, I mean, it's just been uh, looking around at the world. It's like people get you themselves. You want to get better? Yeah. Do you yeah. really want to get better? Or you just want to sit here and complain about it. Mm. So that's kind of where I've been. So on that note, what's your current hot take? Mm. My Ooh. current hot take. Hot takes like um, NIL. You know, I'm like a, NIL. another generation, right? Oh, is that? Yeah, hot takes are for uh, Gen Z. Um, hot take. So NIL is ruining college football. So is a transfer <laughs> portal, and it needs to get fixed. 
ASAP. Hot take. So my hot take is get married, have babies, and love Jesus. Hey, there you go. Because so many of the Gen Zers don't want to get married and have babies or love Jesus. So there's that. So, and I'm sure Austin has my other hot take. Oh. I'm sure it'll make its way. No, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that hot take right now. <laughs> nope, I thought it first. <laughs> so this is the end of our episode. It is. We got some more talking to do. What are we gonna talk about? Hot now? takes. Oh no, it's You're already hot. Said. I'm gonna take you home. No, I already said that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's head to the house. All right, deuces. On second thought. Peace out. (laughs) See you next time. Maybe. See you. Hear you. you Bye. Bye.